Hello and welcome to episode 6 of Your Average Critics, uh, joined today by Chris, future Prime Minister Obi, yep. and Ollie. So uh, yeah, in 2030 we'll all be voting for Obi as Prime Minister. Um, so lots to talk about today, we've all seen lots of films, Ollie's seen 7 or so in the last week, which is banging effort. Um, we've all watched tons of trailers just before recording this, so... Lots of fresh content to talk about. Um, I think the first one, uh, I think we talked a little bit about it last time, but Alien Covenant, uh, saw, saw the trailer for that. What did you think? So it's like a Prometheus 2, isn't it? So it's following on the story, but we don't really know where the story's going because they left Prometheus on kind of like a cliffhanger. So you know the end, you see the ship fly off. Spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers in all these podcasts. So, well, this is the end of Prometheus. Yeah. You see the ship fly off, and she's going, and they're going to find the the makers or the engineers. But you see that same ship in Alien Covenant, so you don't know if this is the engineers' planet or we will have to wait and see. But we do see the alien, and we think that actually the trailer's got quite a few spoilers in it. Um, with with that scene right at the end. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but we, so, you know, I don't know about Obi, but we think it looks pretty good. Yeah, it does actually. It looks awesome. Not your sort of thing. Obi, no, no. I won't watch it. But the, tra- the, the, the trailer looked pretty cool. I was just, I'm so, see the idea for this one is that it's it's couples and they're going to start like a like a family and, and, uh. and a, like a, a way of living on this planet. So I just thought it was going to be like a sex tape kind of film, you know, for, <laughs> you know just like... Loads of couples going at it. <laughs> God. <laughs> what with aliens coming to eat them? Yeah, you know, that's mm. not the... So kind of like X part. on the beach, but if aliens came and ate them all. Yes. I would watch that. <laughs> I would watch that. Do you know X on the beach either, you? Yeah, sadly I do. I I'm surprised, but... I, I was too hungover on New Year's Day to move anywhere, <laughs> and it was on TV. Do you watch it? No, I don't watch it. It's oh, like right. one fucking day of the year. I watch Worst it. Worst way to start the year. As you don't like alien films, yeah. what would be your favourite... Film with aliens in that you have watched. Men in Black. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Mark. Does that count? Yeah. yeah. ones I can think of like that aren't really Alien scary or <laughs> The Watch, uh, Attack the Block. Mm. Oh yeah, those are really Black. yeah. Because they're quite funny. Show, they're they're yeah. yeah. They're all really good. The Watch is one with Vince Vaughn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the guy from yeah, the yeah, RT yeah, crowd. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's good. That's good. Film. Richard Ayoade. That's yeah. one. Mm. So that's another name I can't pronounce. Ayoade. Mahershala Ayoade. Right. Cool. <laughs> Smashed it, but yeah, with the tra- the spoilers for Alien, um, we don't we we don't need to see the Alien, do we? Because we, it's called Alien Covenant, so we know yeah, there's fucking Alien in it. True, I mean, like even in Prometheus, though, um, well, Prometheus hasn't got Alien in it. It's kind of like a, a mutation of how Alien was actually created. Um, so I thought there was a little bit of skepticism as to if Alien was actually going to be in this one, but obviously, with the name, like I said. Um, it is, and we've seen it in the trailer. So it could have just been like a because it was quite it featured quite heavily in the trailer. It could have just been a, a like a brief flash at the end. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, trailer's far too far too long. Um, although uh, Pirates of the Caribbean five, Salazar's Revenge. No, it's called. I think yeah, so. Yeah, it's it's called Salazar's Revenge in the UK, but Dead Men Tell No Tales in the US. That's that title sounds better. Yeah, I've, I mean, <laughs> who the hell is Salazar? That, what, what was that film that came out? Tom Cruise. Is it Live Another Day? But it was Live actually... I Repeat. Edge of Tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Why I, did they change it? I don't know. But oh, anyway, I don't know. That was going off on a tangent a little bit. But, uh, that's a good film, actually. Yeah, it was. Yeah. 
Cool. But no, Pirates of the Caribbean, um, I don't know if I'm actually going to see it because I haven't watched, I only watched the first one. I haven't watched one since then. So I don't know, are they still good? I don't know, I've only ever seen the well, first uh, is, two. This one is supposed to be like a, is it like a prequel to how um, Captain Jack Sparrow became what he is from no, the first one? I think I think it is like an or, almost a So in the, in the trailer story. it shows him as a kid with the compass, which I think is how he gets the compass yeah. in the first place which then obviously leads his life yeah I think he steals that guy's ship as well which is where the revenge comes from he's taking everything away from him so he's going to come back and get him mm-hmm. it looks quite good actually um, you know it's just a it doesn't look like of... a follow on from the last Pirates of the Caribbean though no I didn't see that one. like it... Orlando Bloom doesn't show in the trailer at all what of this one yeah I think he's in one of the trailers but if, if he is a main cast member, you'd expect him to be in the trailer a lot. True, Johnny yeah. Depp's barely in the trailer yet, either, as Captain Jack Sparrow. Yeah. So I don't know where they're going to go with the film. but Very true, very true. But um, like to be honest, I can't remember what happened in number four. But my assumption that it was just like another kind of... Is this number five? This is I think number so. Five. Number five, yeah. yeah. But God knows. Like the first, the first three I thought were really good, especially number one. Number one was so good. Mm. Yeah. And then I just think they just keep they just keep doing it for the sake of doing it, really, don't it's they? Because they make billions of dollars, man. Yeah. You might as well. But it looks like the visual effects in it look amazing. Um, maybe that will win twenty eighteen Oscars. Maybe. God, it's mad that's gonna be twenty eighteen. That's crazy. Mad you're gonna be twenty five next year. <laughs> oh yeah, that's upsetting. Oh, too much information. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they know my first name and my age. <laughs> um, so we've got another film that we saw was Kong Skull Island. The trailer. Seen that before, John Wick and also Logan. Um, a couple of you quite liked. I, li- of it. I, li- I, li- I liked it, but I only I liked it because I didn't know it was Kong when I was watching it. I liked it all the way up until the fact that I realised it was going to be King Kong. Oh, <laughs> why was that? Despite the title, I didn't see the title until after the. Oh, movie. what during the? Yeah, yeah. When I was watching the trailer. John Wick too. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it, it wasn't. I didn't like go and search it out. It was, it was before the trailer. But like, because they made it seem as if it was a film about them finding people who inhabited the earth before, like regular humans. I thought, oh, okay, it's gonna be pretty cool. They find out they're just some giant gorilla. So I well, don't really, in this, <laughs> I don't really care. In this, they're saying it's the film is a reboot of the King Kong franchise and will serve as the second film in the legendary MonsterVerse and takes place before the 2014 film Godzilla. Because I believe they're gonna bring out another film. Kong versus Kong. Kong Godzilla. Oh, God. <laughs> I believe they are. Was the 2014 Godzilla film any good? Nah. It was awful. He was, he was obese. That was a... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you just have like a huge gorilla. So I'm Brian Cranston. Yeah, well... Yeah. So does Godzilla not they, die they, at the end of that then? Nah. So there's just a dinosaur like wandering around? Wandering the earth. So how does it end? It just goes into... Well... Spoiler. Yeah. I mean, it's like... Uh, he, he saves the city essentially from this other monster like this other huge monster that's trying to breed and create loads of other little monsters to destroy humanity pretty much mm. Godzilla comes and kicks his ass so everyone's like oh my god we love you <coughs> and he's like doesn't know what's going on so he just goes back to the ocean he's like chill oh. out oh so Godzilla's not the villain no oh. but they did this whole didn't they publicise it by having like Brian Cranston like all over the trailers and then he was in it for like two minutes. Really? Yeah. Maybe he'll be the best supporting actor then. A bit, a bit longer than that. Okay. Yeah, he was a little bit, but you would have thought he would have been like a proper main throughout the whole thing. Maybe it would have been good if the film was an entire meth trip they had from Breaking Bad. <laughs> Imagine. 
say that maybe that would have been a better film. You could do that with anything he does now, though, can't yeah. you? <laughs> Very true. Well, has anyone seen that Sneaky Pete? That he's I've in? seen the first two episodes. I think it's quite a clever idea, really. It's like basically this guy's in prison and he his cellmate is still in prison, so he's taken his cellmate's identity. Oh. Well, he hasn't taken his identity. He goes to this guy's family and says he's that guy because they haven't seen him in so long. So, And then that's pretty much it. And then Brian Cranston is in the second episode and basically... He was the guy that Sneaky Pete done over before he got sent away. But not he didn't get sent away because of that, I don't think. But Brian Cranston's basically after him. Mm. Mm. Brian Cranston's going to be in a film with Kevin Hart, isn't he? Um, it's a remake of that film, Untouchable, the French film. Oh, okay. Um, That's a really good film, that French yeah, film. Yeah, apparently it's really good. I've never seen it. But yeah, Kevin Hart is, I hope, going to play a slightly more serious role than <laughs> the roles that he's normally... Uh, portrayed it. Yeah, is that going to be another case though where the comic actor we, we can't take him seriously because he's. Maybe. Well, um, I've got. Is it Michael Pena? Pena, yeah. Pena. Oh, yeah. He did quite. I thought he did really well doing a really serious role in Collateral Beauty. Mm. I think he did okay. really well in it. Because mm. in it. Well, I won't say anything because there's no need to spoil it, but basically he has a really serious part to play. Yeah. And he, I think he did it really well actually. I thought executed it perfectly and I think. I think people could relate to it quite well as well, the part he played. So. Mm. Is he in Crash as well? The um the one with uh Don Chadal and um you know the one about uh all the lives Don Chadal, the one who plays like War Machine in Oh Don Cheadle. Cheadle. <laughs> oh, I'm so bad at pronouncing the names. <laughs> oh no, man. don't. I right, I'm worse. I've seen it though. What's gonna happen when we get all these A-list celebrities wanting to come on the show yeah, and I can't crashed. pronounce their names? Yeah. It's gonna be so embarrassing. Because he's got a, that's a really serious role. Because I think I was first like saw him in stuff when he was serious, mm. and then like obviously he's like really funny in um, uh, Ant Man and stuff. Because he's in End of End of the Watch, mm. isn't he? And he's also in Fury, and they're pretty serious roles as well, actually. Mm. So, yeah. who are we talking about? Oh. Michael Pena. Is he the Mexican guy? Yeah. Yes, I fucking love him. Anyone else to see Ghost in the Shell? The trailer, yeah, for that. the trailer for that. Yeah. That looked quite good. I feel like I'm going to watch the cartoon version first, though. Because mm. that was a, it was really quite a crit- critically acclaimed animated, animated film, film, I believe. Yeah. yeah. The people get really annoyed that it's being played by Scarlet a white whitewashing, yeah. 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 It, from the trailer, it looks like it's set in some sort of futuristic yeah, Tokyo. True. Yeah. And also, if you think about how many people live in the Southeast Asia region, and like China's expected to become the biggest box office, like, you know, there's one point. Well, Kung, three. Fu, Kung Fu Panda 3, they brought it out in Mandarin and American because they knew it was... Uh, yeah. American. So you think, like... American, sorry. You know, all yeah, it's dreadful, isn't it? <laughs> You're not gonna, it's the same with the Great Wall, isn't it? You're not going to be like, like 1.3 billion but, Chinese but people aren't going to be like, oh, yeah, Matt Damon but, saved China. But then does a film get more publicity because famous people in it? And like, yeah. it, is, it, it does. So put Scarlett Johansson in it. Is Scarlett Johansson famous in China? We don't know that. There could be famous Chinese actresses. In reality, she's probably one of the most famous people in the world due to the superhero yeah. <laughs> films and everything. So. It's because there aren't that many mainstream, like, famous Asian actors that I can think of. Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan. Chan. <laughs> and Lucy Liu. Those are the two popular. What about Jet Li? Yeah, I'm I mean, there's a... Oh, sweet. Haven't you seen uh, Expendables? Oh, yeah. He's not really in it. Though. I haven't seen Expendables 3. The diversity on this table. Yeah. <laughs> Job diversity. <laughs> <laughs> only Asian, only Asian actors. I don't really. I'm trying to think of. 
I mean, there's a few. There's a guy who play, who's um, in Star Trek. <laughs> that doesn't count. I, don't, I can't remember. Oh, the guy. Harold and Kumar guy. You don't guy. even know the name. The guy yeah. Harold John, and Kumar. John Cho? Yes, it. John yeah. Cho. Yeah. He's Asian. <laughs> hey, didn't you see Star Trek Beyond? <laughs> yep. Yes, I did. What's the verdict? The verdict, it's not as good as the other two. Mm, um, but I think it's like, so uh, a lot of the films that I watched this week are just good films that you can jump in at any time and just like watch. You can just have it on TV and you don't ne- really need to pay attention. Um, so like that film was has like the classic storyline beginning, middle, end and there's always like a, a little hiccup that they have to deal with in some way. Yeah. But he says in it something that I post to you, Glenn, um, and he says um, we... We, what was it? Remind me. Is it something like, um, what we're, we're already living through the fear of death or something? Yeah. So what keeps us alive is the fear of death. Ah, that's it. But if you're not afraid of death, what does that make you? Immortal. Say that again. What keeps us alive is the fear of death. But what if you're not afraid of death? But everyone's afraid of death. I agree with Chris. Are they? The underlying point is, I think. Not not James T. Kirk. He's not afraid of death. (laughs) Well, the moment, the moment before you die, I'm sure you'll be a lot more afraid of death than you are before you go into something saying, I'm not afraid of death. But maybe that's my opinion. I agree. It's deep. I th- I, there's a lot, of, there's a lot of deep stuff in um, Collateral Beauty, actually. Because that, that, um, Will Smith writes a letter to love, death and time. Mm. And then they basically... Something happens and basically love, death and time. Don't really talk to him, but talk to him. And there's some deep conversations between them in that. Is that the one where, the, and I think this may be a spoiler, but they don't, his company um, pay actors to be Love, Death and Time. Um, Do you feel like it would have worked better spoiler. if, if um, Love, Death and Time were actually kind of like not real people? Like, you know, right. like well, he, they were visions spoiler, or something. Major spoiler here, and if you don't want to listen... Yeah, I'll, I'll, I want to watch it, so... I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. <laughs> right. oh, don't, don't worry, I won't say it then. But basically, there's a whole... There's a, there is maybe a twist in it, so... Okay. All right. <laughs> just leave it like that. All right. Fair enough. What else have you seen this week, then, Ollie? Okay, so it started off with uh, my catch-up with The Walking Dead. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Loving it. I'm up to series six now. Jeez. Nearly there. That's gone. That's blown by. I know. Do non-spoilers catch-up, or...? Oh, oh, you, can, you, can, you can spoil it for me because not, I, I, not, you've not told too me. Mu- not too much happened, to be fair. It was just. Yeah, I mean, you're just following the different stories of the past. So you're following Rick's group, you're following Negan's path, and now you're following some other guys. It's yeah. like in between stories. Because oh. they've got such a, a wide cast that they've all got different stories now. Mm. Um, so you can, And they're all split up. There's yeah. not just like one central location. Oh. Um, so it's, it's like. Like, you know, uh, season four when they're going to Terminus. Oh, yeah. And it's really boring and you're like just seeing all these different storylines. But um, didn't you say last time, Chris, that it was leading up to some sort of rebellion? Or, uh, yeah, is, is that not happened? Because you no, said, because the last time we spoke about The Walking Dead, you said um, it was a, not much happened, but it set a lot of stuff up. Well, basically, in the last one, there's like a point of which they've met new people so there could be this kind of rebellion but in this episode that we just seen it's essentially one of Rick's group at Negan's location and how they essentially are going to survive isn't it and then like you kind of see who gets punished for what in Negan's camp okay 
and it's almost I don't know about you I don't know how you feel about it but do you, would you prefer that in Walking Dead episodes they don't just do it solely on one character that they should maybe do it on two different people's perspectives in that one episode because they did a whole hour with essentially I've forgotten his name um, the one who's meant to be smart um, I can't remember his name Eugene Eugene oh is he still alive uh, he's still going <laughs> oh my so god they basically did this whole thing with Eugene and then they did a bit of a little bit off of I, th- I think, I think yeah but following him I think it's, it's quite major because it showed that he's like you'll see but he he, he he um kind of sucks up to Negan. Yeah. But he's done that before in the past to survive. So it could play either way. Yeah, true. True. Um, but yeah, I know what you mean. I mean, there's been loads of episodes following some of the other guys that are just not interesting. Yeah. I watched yeah. the, the, the last episode I watched, which was a couple of episodes in series six, was all about Morgan, um, the guy who was doesn't, doesn't want to kill. See, I yeah. like I like that episode though. It was all right, but I, I, at the end of it, because. And I know that I know why they do it, but you know, I think I think it was episode three. So episode two ends with all the zombies, um, or walkers. Like they finally get them back on path, and then Glenn, um, is like he was with the guy who hated him on the dumpster. Um, yeah, and then the guy shoots himself in the head, and then knocks Glenn off, and then all the walkers are around him. And obviously, like you've told me what what happens, but. Even even though you, I knew I know what happens, I was like, "Oh my god, is he going to survive?" Um, and then then the next entire hour is all about Morgan's story. And I know you've got to have the backstory, but I was, I was a bit like, I just I wanted relief from it. I wanted to cut away to yeah, another another yeah. scene. So I don't know. I'm intrigued to see what this week's episode is going to be though. Like what they're going to base it on, really. Well, I do like that they have. Next week on AMC, yeah. oh, so right. that's always a good. I always, stop, it, it I always, I don't watch it. I don't watch it. I just, I just <laughs> cut there and I'm done. But how do they do that in terms of like a? Because that is essentially a trailer, isn't it? Like, yeah, but it's it's like a thirty second trailer. So, so there's no spoilers, like that sort of thing. Very very brief. Okay. You can uh, make a lot of assumptions from it, but it's not necessarily going to be at all true. Mm. Catch us up on the psych. Yeah, so actually the last time I wanted to mention that, that the last time I spoke about it, I said that um, the storyline wasn't really captivating in that it was the same storyline each week and there wasn't really progress. Um, But for the last, because I was binge watching it, for the last three seasons, they stepped up and they delivered um, like a really good um, character development, personality wise, like a little love story um, between the, uh, the main character and someone that he has feelings for um, and they had like a really great ending um, and I think they put JD and Turk in the running for the best interracial <laughs> romance oh really yeah have you finished it now yeah, yeah so you said bit, three seasons or three episodes so I, I watched I think, so I just binge watched the last three seasons and they oh, wow. were very yeah, is it one you'd recommend then yeah because yeah, exactly. that's one I've always had like, on my list of ones to watch I know there's plenty I've watched one episode of but that's one that I've yeah, I mean, the writing gets much, much better. Story, oh, really? Story yeah. How many episodes is it a season? Like, how, how much have we got to watch? Uh, I don't know, up to 15? 15 episodes a season? And all that at 45 minutes long? Yeah. Okay. No, there's three seasons. No, 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 there's eight. Wow. Um, but it's finished now, so we're not going to, like... No, know. no, no, nothing else, so... Okay. Oh, right, I might check that one out. Can I just, uh, going back to a point earlier, you know we're yeah. saying about Kong Skull Island? Yeah. Is, it, is that the one? Is that what it's called? Um, basically, I just looked up and there's a whole 
list of ones that they they're planning to bring out. Oh really? So okay. they've got, I think this is twenty seventeen, that they're gonna bring out. Oh, that's, mm. They're basically bringing out Godzilla, King of the Monsters. They're bringing out Godzilla versus Kong. And there was one more, but I can't seem to find it. But there was there's three out there that they've thrown out there to get ready for the their little monster verse. Mm. They're going to make it about giant monsters because in the original Godzillas, when or King Kongs, weren't they against all all sorts of monsters, weren't they? Well, I thought the Power Rangers at some point go against the giant dinosaurs, don't they? And they get in their super mega robot and, and destroy the whole city. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we save the city. <laughs> Maybe they cross over Godzilla with Jurassic World too. That would be interesting. Yeah, it could I mean, the possibility is endless. It depends how one, well one does compared to the other, really. It's amazing how Marvel have now laid the framework for all these like extended universe things. You've got the Universal Studios. Uh, they're doing a reboot of The Mummy. And then they're also going to try and incorporate Dracula is and Is that one with Tom Cruise? Yeah. yeah. So there's now going to be like a Universal Monsters extended universe. And mm-hmm. just like, Jeez. oh, come on, man. Like... <sighs> it's it's getting no, a bit ridiculous. There's no mummy like there was with Ben Fraser. That was so good. Although like, I think if I watched it again, it'd be terrible. They just, they just overdid it so much, didn't yeah. they? I think they did like the Mummy One, Two, Three, Scorpion King One and Two. Yeah, I think yeah, I think there's loads of like director DVD yeah. Scorpion Kings. But they should, I, I know there's always these. Um, they have Easter eggs in like Pixar films. But you know, if they turned up and said, "Oh, we're going to do a Pixar shared universe," I'd be like. Oh, just you know, I couldn't handle don't that. keep it's copying wrong. the. Fr- I know, obviously, Marvel's successful, but just think originally for once, for fuck's sake. Glenn has spoken. Yeah. Um, something that we were talking about before this podcast started. I think. I think we were saying about how we watched the Fast and Furious Fast Eight trailer. Mm-hmm. I don't know your opinions on it. I really liked it. I think. Um, I haven't watched Fast. I've watched the first Fast and Furious, and I've watched Tokyo Drift, and I haven't watched any of one apart from that. But I think I'm going to watch Fast and Furious 8 because it looks pretty cool. Yeah, it looks awesome. Yeah, but would you watch the others if you saw their trailers? Maybe. Have, have you seen the, the trailers for the others? I saw the trailer for the one they made after Paul Walker died. But I didn't go and watch them. 4, 5, 6 and 7 are decent. Are they? Yeah, I've got the fourth on DVD. I can lend it to you. Mm. How many do you think they should do before they should stop? You should stop now. After this one. <laughs> after this one <laughs> because they're doing up to 10, aren't they? Well, yeah, because on April the 19th, I don't know what year this is, they've got it booked in for the Fast and Furious 9. Wow. Wow. So, God, God knows when it's going to stop. I mean, I see why he carries on. If people Makes a lot of money, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. So. Car's getting faster. Dwayne Johnson's it? getting more furious. He's getting bigger. So every, <laughs> every, every new film he's in, he's even more massive. And then oh. he, he will become King Kong. Literally. Yeah. He's just so fucking wamp. Literally. He's in Baywatch as well, isn't he? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Have you seen the trailer? Yeah, yeah, oh, like, God, it looks awful. I'm going to watch it? it. It looks so bad. I reckon I'm going to laugh so much, I reckon. Oh, I think because yeah, that guy feels just quite funny. Yeah. Like, he's just a bit of an idiot. But you're going to laugh at it or with it? I'll probably laugh like, like, uh, at, at it, to be honest. But like, this thing, I watched Mike and Dave Need Wedding Days, and that's got Zach Efron and. The guy from Pitch Perfect. Yeah, he's in it. And that film, his favourite film. That film, I think watched on the plane to New York, I think. And it's so shit, but I was just laughing throughout because there's just so many stupid things in it. It's one of those films that's not very good, but I just laughed. But Baywatch, I'm probably going to go watch it just because I used to watch the Baywatch TV show with David Hasselhoff in it. So just to see what I wonder if he'll make a cameo in it. What, David Hasselhoff? Yeah. I hope so. Yeah, yeah I think it probably will. Yeah. I think he probably needs the money, to be honest. That, that, that Baywatch as well, the TV show... It's got the best TV theme tune of any TV show I've watched. What's the theme tune? I can't remember, Obi. 
can't sing it. I can't sing it. I can't yeah, sing it. Come sing on. It. Hum us a tune. No. Oh, <laughs> no. Wow. So we've That's just listened to we just listened to the Baywatch theme tune, but um, for legal copyright reasons, we're probably not going to be able to include it in the podcast. So uh, it's yeah. a banger. Though. Can we all agree that it's a banger? Yeah, it was a, it was a banger. Good. I didn't realise it was that. Yeah. I'll be there. Yeah, it's a tune, man. Um, yeah, tunage. That went off in Tiger Man. All right, so let's let's go off on a tangent, right? That was a decent TV theme tune. Nothing compares to Game of Thrones. I don't like the Game of Thrones. Oh my god! No, no, no. It gets me excited to watch Game of Thrones, but the actual thing of itself, um, when it comes on, it's like we're gonna get sued. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking epic. That's why I want to play violin, man. I need to get Nick need to give me lessons. Yeah, what about other TV film tunes or that that we think, oh yeah. Do, no, does no anyone... Rider. Yes, I'm literally <laughs> I don't thinking even, that. I don't know. Is it... No, I can't. I'm not even going to try. I can play it for you afterwards. I had it as a ringtone, right? So I, I, every time I hear it, you know, when you have like an alarm, you, you think of something yeah. else. So I had it as a ringtone. Mm. So I played it the other day and I, I immediately yeah. went to my phone. Like, <laughs> there is a film where um, the main character's uh, ringtone is, is Night Rider. I can't remember what it is. But um, do you know Buster Rhymes' song, Fire Up? Oh, I'm not. Because he samples the Night Rider. Does he? Um, Tune in that, so I'll play that for you. Yeah, play that for me. Yeah, and obviously Friends. Oh yeah, Friends yeah. is a great one. Epic, mm. epic. This Scrubs have a good one. Um, Didn't have the guy on the guitar. I can't move on my own. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> this is this is the Ollie show today, but you've got so many shows. Yeah, so uh, number of movies. Fucking, you sent us a message on WhatsApp. Um, other messaging devices probably are available don't care um, <laughs> of a screenshot of the end of Sausage Party where you were yeah. oh was that what it was a sausage yeah. doing a bun oh yeah. have you seen that film yet no the fucking uh-huh. food orgy yeah <laughs> what did you think of it that was something else I had to mute that for <laughs> oh god for it was because uh, I didn't want the family to think something else was going on it was so weird it that was, was I didn't expect that for the end of the film <laughs> and not like not, not that length as well. Like they just carried on going. It just got ages. worse and worse. Yeah. What rating is this film? Fifteen. Oh wow. Is that animation? It? it can't be. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. What did you think of the film though? Did you like it? Was it funny? Yeah, I love those kind of films. You know, they just clearly get baked and then they write, <laughs> write these films because yeah. that's that's what they do in the films. And you got like a a, a, a Twinkie yeah. just getting high. And, uh, <laughs> love it. Yeah. After the funniest thing it. was the the um. The bagel and the the flatbread. <laughs> <laughs> just like sucking each other off. It was so weird, man. Uh, Honestly, it so odd. I'm gonna. It laugh. was weird. Yeah, but that that like parts of that were a laugh out loud. Yeah. Maybe. And quite oh, quite a few of the films this week. I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show you the end. <laughs> something else we're not gonna be able to include in the podcast. All right, tell us what other other comedy films you've watched this week. Uh, so the nice guys. I don't think you like that one. I didn't like it. No. Why not? I just didn't find it funny. And I didn't really like Ryan Gosling in it. I don't particularly like Russell Crowe. And yeah, I just thought it was, it's an action comedy, but it wasn't that funny and the action wasn't that exciting, in my opinion. Guys, what did you think about it? I liked it. I like Ryan Reynolds' clumsy character and Russell Crowe, what a winner. What a winner actor. Yeah, but what about the story did you like? Like the detective, like the the old school LA or 
you know. Just... I don't think I've followed it very well. No? So, he's protecting someone and then, but Ryan Gosling's also trying to steal from them or something. I don't know. I just so, they're just like a pair of private detectives, but they get in each other's way, so they decide right. to team up. And, like I said, it's one of those films that you don't, if you aren't following... Well, actually, I mean, you can jump in at any point. I thought it was funny. I was chuckling throughout. I mean, have you two seen it? What's no, I haven't seen it. Because I, I went to see it because... What's the plot, sorry? Two private detectives. Yeah, and they just, like, get in each other's way. Um, and Is it so comedy or...? Okay. Action comedy, sort of. But um, I'd heard really good reviews about it, so mm. I went to see it, and uh, I was disappointed. Do you like the other guys? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's I a good that film. So that, that was almost why I thought it might be similar. But I think yeah, that, but that's solely comedy. Cause it's that's, Will Ferrell, and it's oh, like okay. he's just so known for improv, so and it just comes out. With I think whatever. The, I think the problem for me with this film is that it didn't. It was neither more of an action nor a comedy. Like the, it, I think the balance, it had just about enough action because if they had, if there was more like shoot 'em ups, then it would have been going on to something else. Yeah, and you kind of lose the plot of the story, whereas. Yeah. Okay. Recommend Maybe it. I'll give it a second watch. Maybe. Another film I think needs a second watch for me is Logan. I, which I, I really hate to say it, but I liked it, but I, I didn't love it. Oh. And we're going to not spoil it yeah, because be Ollie and Chris are yet to see it. So it'll probably be quite a brief discussion. Why, 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 why didn't you like it? No. Why um, you... So this isn't really spoiling anything. It's... I mean, straight up, we knew from the trailers and all the really press gruesome, around it really that gruesome. it's not it's not a superhero film. If you're expecting a superhero film, it's not a superhero film. Mm. And I don't think anyone should be expecting a superhero film. Yeah. Because I certainly wasn't. Yeah. I thought um, it was more... Are there, are there not more mutants in it? Is it... We, can't, is it we can't really say anything about from that. My, from my opinion of the trailer, my assumption is that mutants are going extinct or are extinct. Yeah. So, the... This is in the synopsis, so this, again, this isn't spoiling anything, but it's set in 2029 mm. where uh, there are no no new mutants have been born. Only in 2029? Yeah. That's what I was thinking. When I was watching it, I was like, oh, it's only 20, 2015 years or however. No new mutants have been born for a while. Yeah. Um, and then, like, the little girl in the trailer, like, you've seen the trailer yeah. where she's got the claws and stuff. She is, um, So... There's like yeah that that's that's obviously the central point is it, it's more of a family drama road trip film, which mm. I quite liked, mm. but just I don't know what it was. There was just something missing for me. Um, and I just didn't. I felt like it was too long. Okay. Um, I felt like there were a lot of slow parts of it. Um, I also felt it was very very repetitive mm. in terms of like the relationship between Logan and uh, Laura. Okay. Um, there isn't really too much more I can say about it. What I, what I loved about it was the violence. Of course um, you did. You're, because you're weirdo. But, but I mean, I don't think that sort of level of violence would work in a like a like an Avengers film no because way. they are <laughs> no you know, that way. is just comic book superhero <laughs> like. So kind no of just way. punching violence. Because he's, he's not, he's not like a superhero. He he's does an save, anti-hero, isn't he? Yeah, because he, he will kill... Yeah. The, the amount of times I cringed in watching Logan. I mean, yeah, he fucking decapitates oh, people. God. Even Laura decapitates people. And, like, it's very, very You know, <laughs> we were saying the other day about John Wick, there's so much death. There's so much death in Logan. Oh, God. Oh, we'll so many about, people. We'll talk oh, about John Wick too, actually, in a bit. Big question about Logan. 
did Patrick Stewart swear in the film? Yeah, yes. quite a few, a quite lot. a lot, quite and a that lot. Was, that was an issue in the I beginning. Had, that was an issue I had with but it. But I think, I think, um, ah, oh, I don't really want to. I don't really want to. I don't know if I'll spoil it. So I think I don't think that was um, uh, Charles Xavier being Charles Xavier. I don't know how how, how I can make. Okay. Well, we'll leave it at that. Yeah. Leave it at that. Next, we'll yeah. next time okay. we do the podcast, hopefully you two have I seen it. We can spoil it, it more. Yeah. But I think that I think that was one of the problems with it for me was, um, and again, I know this is kind of determined by the fact that the previous five or six X Men films have, or however many they've been, um, right. eight, they're all twelves, right? So I mean, you get one fuck in a twelve, mm. um, and that's you know Logan has been the person who swears yeah. in those films. There's a hell of so, a swearing in this film. So I, for me, you can understand yeah. that Logan is very violent and very kind of vulgar, yeah. like we are. Um, we're not violent, we're vulgar, and <laughs> but it doesn't work for Patrick Stewart. Like, maybe no, it's because it Patrick Stewart is a legend, and you just because uh, I saw a film Green Room, which is a horror film he's in. He swears in that, and I was like, you, you shouldn't swear. <laughs> yeah. You really shouldn't. Swear, um, it just didn't feel in keeping with his character, um, and I kind of felt it was gratuitous in a in a way. I kind of yeah. you can understand Logan swearing, and I'm sorry, I'll probably go over far too much, but yeah, when you hear Charles Xavier swearing, I was just like, nah, man, not for me. Mm. Um, but what, okay, what, what, what did you like? What did you like about it? I thought, I thought um, the storyline I think was really good. Um, I thought that the all the action sequence, all the action sequences, I thought were really, really good. Um, and I'd think like it was just there was no point. I, I, well, I didn't think it was too long personally because normally I'd judge a film if it's too long is if I'm going to check my phone see what time it is. But I didn't check go to check my phone at all when I was watching the film. So I think that shows I was pretty engrossed in what was happening. I felt like there wasn't many, if any, like dull points in the film. Where I was like, oh. This seems a bit rubbish. Like I just thought it was a really, really well put together story and really con- like really consistent throughout. Um, there was some things that happened that I was that I didn't expect to see. I love un- when I watch films. I love unpredictability, and there was a few things that happened. But I was like, oh, I didn't see that coming. Yeah, at all. I think I know what you mean. So yeah, so I was happy with that. Um, I think that it's probably the best X Men film of all the ones that they've put out since. Uh, two thousand, for me anyway. Okay. Some yeah, of, some I, of them are really good, but I think this is the best one. Did you did you say it's consistent? For is there still is there um. Continuity errors. Con- yeah, sorry, continuity errors. Is there an E in there? I'm going on the assumption that this film takes place after X three, X Men X Men Last Stand, or or Wolverine uh, two even that you that. So do, it, it kind of discounts the Days of Future Past. That's what I, that's what I'm assuming. Because I'm, really sure. I'm sure Days of Future Past will set more future than 2029. That's what I thought as well. Um, yeah, but Days of Future Past, for anyone who hasn't seen it, this is a spoiler. Days of Future Past, doesn't he stop the event of, was it Nixon? When Nixon yeah. was around, so what year is that? 1960. Oh. I thought it was nineteen sixty. Nixon, Nixon. No, because the first film set in the sixties. This must be se- this must be seven. Watergate was the seventy three, wasn't it? So must have been around then. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. so he goes to that time period yeah. from the future. It doesn't matter when in the future. If it was twenty twenty nine, then it doesn't really matter. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Because he alters time so that event doesn't happen. 
Yeah. So therefore, when he comes back, he could be in full wheat. Now he could be in two thousand or two. Well, I'm yeah. assuming he's because essentially he could have come back to a time before X Men three. Another spoiler: Jean Grey dies, but she's alive. The end of days of future past. Mm. So he could have essentially come back oh, to yeah. a time before X Men Three, which mm. case you could be correct, and it is a follow on from there. Mm. But then it is also technically a follow on from yeah. Days of Future Past. That's a fair point. But I, to answer your question, I feel I don't feel I fucking I don't think that there are any glaring continuity errors as there have been in oh, many God, of the previous so X Men films. There's so many, like, and they're really obvious as yeah. well. Um, when uh, we did that, we watched all of them, didn't we? Yeah. There was so many. Yeah, in that. yeah. I want to bet. Um, is the girl his daughter? So there was a part of the film that was left unanswered. Mm. Uh, a lot of questions. Uh, Spoiler, just in case. Can um, I make? Can I make? So- oh no, she's going. So it's going, isn't it? Say what you're going to say. Say I'm not going to answer that question. That's why I'm sorry. I don't mean to. Ignore I can either you, deny I just, or confirm. Um, <laughs> Find out. Um, and also, I don't really know how to answer that question. Mm. So, but there was a point in the there's a, part, a really key part of the film mm. that refers to the past. Yeah, and they I I can't remember it being answered. This is so. I'm just gonna uh, like so we know that the the uh, synopsis of the film is that um, mutants are extinct or basic mutants are basically extinct. Did they say in the film? I can't remember. I felt like they didn't. Why or how they became extinct? That, that, that's one of the things because I actually had to Google it afterwards and, and I think I need to Google the it the first point because... on Wikipedia is like mm-hmm. and so uh, I, I, again that's why I want to rewatch it because it wasn't clear to me mm. also random fact in this uh, universe in 2029 tigers are extinct as well <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah they say um, he talks about oh shit one of the characters talks about tigers and uh, Freddy Krueger and he says one of these is fictitious and the other one's extinct oh yeah. right okay I um, like that random facts. You should yeah. do that everywhere. Random <laughs> facts. It's so facto. There's an, actually another interesting thing, mm. um, and this isn't spoiling. So it's set in 2029. The villain of the uh, um, film is called Donald, and there, <laughs> there is a walled border yeah. between Mexico <laughs> and the United yeah, States. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're not allowing Mexicans across. Yeah, I was picking up. So I said, Donald. Oh, uh, my friend Donald in America. <laughs> he generally said that. I was but, like, <laughs> but this obviously this film was written and made. Before that, they might put the scene in. But did he? Did was what Donald Trump announced about the wall? Was that before this film was in production, or during the film production? It's probably because he announced that pretty early on in his campaign. A while ago, yeah. Hmm. But yeah. Okay. Well, we'll have a spoilerific Logan chat once you've seen it, (laughs) and then we can stop talking in uh, in In code. code. Have you got up to date with uh, Legion? Um. No, I've watched up to episode three. I haven't watched. Oh, okay. I watched the first episode of that other yeah. day. It was mental. Yeah, yeah. literally, it's I was confusing, like, isn't it? I didn't. Have you? You haven't seen it, Ollie. Um, but you know, you said that they swap bodies. Yeah. I don't Spoiler. remember them seeing them swap back. No, they don't. So basically, her power in the fifth episode is that basically she's touched this guy's hand. Has there been five episodes? Four, five, whatever the latest episode is, she's touched a guy's hand, she's taken over the guy's body, pretty sure she was driving a car, Mm. then he, he's in her body, gets out, runs away, and as he's running away, she's been taken, and then she 
So she's the guy in the guy's body. Yeah, and then she turns back into herself here and the guy just runs off and he turns back into himself. Yeah. So it's almost like it's a, like a shift of bodies. Uh, it's essentially yeah. a shift of bodies. Yeah, completely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I just had to re- so re-watch it in my head. Two people and they just swap bodies? Yeah, essentially. That's but like you a... can't... But So it'd be like you and me swapping our minds and then when we go back to normal again, we would swap bodies. Is that, uh, okay. is that right? I feel like a... Yeah. This is more confusing like, than your room. Yeah. Don't check. So have you oh. seen the change up with Ryan Reynolds and Yeah, I've seen yeah. Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. But, but it's like that. I quite liked good. bits of Legion, like I quite liked the the whole sort of, you know, a mental illness aspect of yeah. it. Um I, th- I thought it was also really, really strange. It kind of reminded me of One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest a little bit, if any of you've seen that film. But it kind of like just off kilter. Um but then, then the ending of the first episode when they blast out of the uh, swimming pool yeah. and and they're in this like, just by this beach and yeah. it was all like. Am I the only one who thought the CGI in that was really terrible? Really bad. It was film? terrible. The first, Legion. The first episode of Legion the when end, they're they breaking out the at the end and the guy's got power to him. He's like, Vroom. and all these people, people just flying. Yeah, I zip, thought zip. the CGI was awful for that. That is what put me off watching Agents of Shield because mm. the CGI in that was shit. Mm. And I was like, you spend. Hundreds of millions of dollars on your films, but your TV show's got like the VFX budget of <laughs> I don't know less than Paranormal Activity. You mm. know, it's ridiculous. Um, it did it did intrigue me. So. Watch, se- watch second second episode. Second episode, episode will, will get you in. I think yeah. it did for me. It, it it to be honest, I'm more gripped every time I watch it because mm. it does explain a bit more and you okay. kind of see you see him more in depth. Mm. And I think the kind of beauty of it is that he doesn't really know much about himself. Mm. Or, or you're led to believe that, but deep down, I think he does know a lot more. Seems like he suppresses a lot. Of yeah, stuff. he suppresses it, so he kind of forgets about it, and then mm. eventually he comes back to reality almost. Mm. But in the latest episode that I've watched, it is kind of bizarre. It's like almost within his mind, or that's what you're led to believe. But it's really weird. That's all I'll say. It's mm. kind of weird. It's only going to be eight episodes long as well. So oh not, really? Not, yeah, not a lot to watch. Is it? Yeah. Ah. Oh, not a lot to watch. That's so. kind of good in a way. Yeah. But that, isn't that with most? start off seasons that they only do like eight yeah, true. episodes and then they'll go to 20. 22 yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, God. if it's going to carry on being good by all means do it keep mm. going with that many episodes like there's plenty of seri- seasons that have gone on to it's not seasons yeah it's seasons series seasons whatever that have gone on to make more episodes and they've been equally as good as, as the length's gone on but then there is a point where you've got to be like enough's enough I'm mm. of the opinion that you make a TV show as long as it needs to be there's no point, because it seems like shows are commissioned for X number of episodes. You have to do mm. 22 episodes, and then inevitably you get three or four, maybe even five episodes of just filler. Like, remember Fly from uh, that Bad. episode of Breaking Bad? Yeah. It's like, if it takes you 10 episodes to tell your story, fine. If it takes 11, fine. If it takes three, whatever. As yeah. long as you tell the story efficiently and well, I think, you know, when, when you get Subtition, told... mate. Well, when you get told you've got to make Good 22 point. episodes, you've got to think, Jesus Christ, how am I supposed to... But then I could bring that point back round, really, and I'll go with Sherlock on this one. So you've got three episodes of about 1 hour 15 to 1 hour 45, each one, isn't it? Yeah. So is that a better way of doing it? Or would you would you have preferred that they split over six episodes because then you've got 45-minute bits to watch on each one? And they could probably get in a bit more info. Because I was... I. I wasn't that impressed by the late season. Was it season four? Season yeah. three? I can't remember what one it was. I saw the first 
The first episode two. was good, I think. Then the second one was a bit okay. And then the third one, I thought, was just all over the shop. Personally. The problem with that is they took so long to release yeah. each of them. There's like two years or so in between. The thing is, Thingy and Thingy don't like each other as well, I hear. Um, Benedict Cumberbatch and Mike Freeman. Apparently, no they don't get on, apparently. But they're in loads of films together. Cause like, they were in The Hobbit together. They're in The Hobbit together. They're in the Marvel Universe together now. Yeah. Are they? Yeah. yeah. Who do they? Mike Freeman ben, plays oh, like some... Like, Doctor Strange and... He's like a shrink, is he? Yeah, he's some sort of like government official. Yeah. That's, that's the thing, need that's to watch thing like ben, ben Siller and Owen Wilson. Duos. Yeah. 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 They're a good duo, though. Like, yeah, they are, actually. Dynamic duo. I wonder if they actually get on outside of the camera. Oh, I can't imagine anyone not getting on with Owen Wilson. <laughs> um, so you've seen, going back to the endless list of films you've seen this week, Ollie. Uh, I've got down here, Hail Caesar, Secret Life of Pets, and Everybody Wants Some. They're all comedy, right? Secret Life of Pets, is that any good? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's pretty decent. Actually. But I'm with Kevin Hart, which is the, the, yeah. the rabbit. Yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, wh- what do you want to know about it? Secret Life of Pets is just... It's, it's like Toy Story, but for animals. So it's like getting in that kind of mindset as a kid. Mm. And you're kind of like this, this total, it's like a different universe. Um, so I like it, that though. It, 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 yeah, good, yeah. Well, Toy Story was classic for that exact reason. <laughs> this is true. Was it funny though? There were, yeah, there were a couple of moments that I laughed. Um, but that was just, I don't know why. It was just because of the, the scenes that were happening, not necessarily because of the story. Okay. Um, oh, and what about Hail Caesar? So Coen Brothers. Yes, that's Coen Brothers. That was really unexpected. Um, it takes it like the trailer. I don't know if you must have seen the trailer. Yeah, it kind of looked screwball comedy. And yeah, it but it wasn't. It really wasn't com- comic. Oh um, really? Yeah, um, but it it has an I- an idea that is quite funny. Where Hollywood is like this big capitalist structure, and the sc- screenwriters are like communists, so they stick together to essentially battle because they, they write these amazing films but they don't get all the profit uh, and the, the big organisations do. So I thought that was quite clever but they kind of like snuck it in. Okay. Um, oh, that's pretty cool. So yeah. But was it, was it worth watching? Because I think it didn't perform very well. I think it was... I think compared to the other Coen Brothers it's definitely not up there. I mean, I'm, sh- I'm sure you know a lot of some of the other Coen yeah. Brothers films. Um, they're, they're quite well known for being a little bit out there yeah. um, and sometimes hard to follow but with some humour um, or relative like dark humour yeah. in, in places yeah and what about Everybody Wants Some so that, that was that was following college life in the US <laughs> um, so it's they literally... make college ads to seem so sick <laughs> in the, in the uh, US well I was wishing that and I was like I really want to go back to uni <laughs> I want to have a house um, but there's there's nothing that stands out of that film that makes it significant. Oh. It's literally just following like generic, like three days of parties. But it's mm. not like these huge amazing parties. Like there's there's clips, but then half an hour after that, it's just like the, mm. the following morning or mm. the following day, and nothing really happens to be honest. Okay, um, so out of the seven you watched, six or seven you watched, which one would you recommend the most? Uh, I'd say the nice guys and. Mm. I mean, Sausage Party and Secret Life of Pets are two complete opposite animations. <laughs> so, it depends what you're into. Mm. I might have to give Nice Guys a rewatch then. Um, okay, Chris, you watched Fist Fight. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Enough said. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, I wouldn't recommend it. I like it, the look of it. It looked 
I think personally, I think personally, I think like I was saying earlier before we had the podcast, I think some people would find it quite funny, but me, I just was watching it, I just didn't find any of it really laugh out loud funny, mm. and it was just a bit too over the top. Like it was essentially this. It's the day where kids prank teachers, and they were just doing some outrageous pranks. It's meant to, I think it's meant to be a really bad school. Yeah, and it's just like. It's one of those films where maybe um, you'll find it funny like, if you're watching it in the cinema with other people around you. Maybe if they start laughing, you'll start laughing. Maybe. I mean, uh, yeah. I wouldn't recommend uh, watching sometimes. it. Sometimes. Laughter's, laughter's infectious, so yeah, sometimes. Personally, I wouldn't recommend watching it. I mean, probably did have some funny scenes, but as the story goes, it's pretty pointless. It's mm. just, it's not, it's a pointless film. It is essentially two, a teacher wanting to fight another teacher. Oh, yeah. for, for a reason. It's awful. Well, and then I seen it, but there's lots of twists and turns, and one of them trying to get out of it, and the other one's not yeah. trying to get out of it, and then they have a fight. Mm. There you go, done. Oh, wait, are you going to see it? Film. No. Are you going to see it? I don't know, I might do. You okay. can spoil it though, go ahead. Well, I just want to ask you, who wins the fight? <laughs> um, ask you. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The, the other. Did we say spoiler? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Um, basically, the other guy is at one point you think he's won because mm. he runs outside and he's like, Whoa. yeah, and then out of nowhere he just goes bang in his face <laughs> and uh, he's oh, knocked yeah. out. And then basically the guy's about to his wife's about he's pregnant about to have a baby, so Cube wakes him up, takes him to the hospital, and then there you go. I, I think it's just a funny idea that you know that there's all this big like when you're in school everyone's cheering on like two kids fighting, yeah. um, but. From the teacher's point of view, even the kids are still cheering on. Yeah. I don't know. I just think it's a kind of funny idea. Well, in the film, there's like there's an under there's like an underlying point on why Cube wants to have this fight, and essentially at the end of the film, he's made his point come across quite well because mm. it's all it's like televised. It's not televised, but like a lot of people know about it, and then it's kind of um, it highlights how the educational system needs to be looked at for their school. Because of this fight, I'm not sure. I can't remember how it happened. <laughs> I think they would lose their jobs. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> the complete opposite actually is complete U-turn from mm. them losing their jobs to actually getting their jobs back. Mm. But yeah, fair play. Oh. Talking of shit comedy films, uh, Pixels. Anyone bothered to see that? Pixels. Is that another that? Adam Sandler? Adam film? fucking Sandler. <laughs> He's gone so downhill since it's, Big Daddy. It's this. Uh, uh, inverted commas comedy film about like Adam Sandler, Kevin James, and Peter Dinklage. Who's the Who's the big guy? Glasses. Kevin James. Oh, Josh Gad. Yeah, I kind of like him, but no, in I this film, like is just it's. Uh, do you know what I hate? I don't hate it about him, but like he has, he's in films which have such like promising ideas, and it just crumbles. Like yeah. what was that? Is it Click? Mm. With the remote control. Is he in that? Yeah, he's, he's the main, he's the main guy. character in Click, yeah. Like, what, are you talking about Adam Sandler or Josh Gad? Adam Sandler. Sandler. Oh, I I'm thought sorry, you were talking no, about no, Josh no, Gad. No, I was just, sorry, that okay. little snippet. Right. But we're talking about Adam Sandler. Yeah. And he has such promising ideas. Like, Pixels, you kind of think, right, I'm going to go back to old school games. You're going to think, yeah, I'm going to relive all these highlights from my childhood. And then it's just like a big pile of rubbish. Yeah. Film. It is. Yeah, so it's just to outline the plot, it's... Like Adam Sandler, Kevin James, and Peter Dinklage are these like video game experts, like an eighties video games, like arcades, like Space Invaders, Pac Man, Donkey Kong, and then um, for some reason, like these aliens. Don't they send, don't they send the videos of him of some games to space? 
And the aliens find it, and then... And then the aliens beam down, like, these actual 80s video games all made out of pixels, and then they just got to shoot, they, they saved the world, and... Oh, my God, it was dire. I mean, such a, it was a good idea. Can you imagine if, like, there was a film about um, Nuketown on Call of Duty or something? You'd be like, oh, that's sick, but no... It's Adam Sandler. It's Adam I just don't. I don't like his films anymore. And like, I really liked Click the first time I watched it. I watched it again. And I thought, oh God, yeah. this is terrible. Yeah, like the, the only thing I like. I'm sure there's loads, but off the top of my head right now, thinking of good films that he's in, I can only think of Big Daddy. Anger Management. Uh, Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. Yeah. Uh, Wedding Singer. Fifty uh, First Dates. Yeah. I love that. Right, yeah. Water Boy. <laughs> No. Oh, is it? I've never seen it. I've no, seen it. No, I've seen loads You've of seen that guys. South Park episode where Cartman's the robot and he gets sent to Hollywood and they're like, oh my God, there's <laughs> a robot who can make movie ideas. And he's like, uh, Adam Sandler. And he's like... <laughs> I don't like Kevin James either. He's not funny. And Josh Gad, I haven't seen him apart from Frozen, but I don't think he's been anything successful. Happy Gilmore's meant to be quite good, isn't it? Yeah, so the oh. golfing one, that's quite funny. What about... Um... What did you think of his Grown Ups? I like no, the first one. That. I like the first one. No, nope. I think that's got Kevin James in as well. Yeah, it does. Yeah, no. Nope. They're, like, they're, like like they're like a duo, aren't they? No, nope. he needs to go back to uh, what's her name? Oh, Reece I Bibbs. tell you what. I no, do. not Reese Bibbs. What's her name? Kate Hudson. He needs to I tell you what. I do like with him. His longest yard. Oh yes. yeah, that's a good yes, one. Yes, that's yeah, really that's a good. Good shout. Good shout. I think he's an actor I could never take seriously if he was ever in like a dramatic role. Mm, definitely. And now yeah. he's got those this conf- uh, contract with Netflix where he just brings up what piles was that of What was that film he was in where he whatever shoes he puts on he becomes that person? <laughs> what? Yeah, I don't a, know. Well, then I'll find it. Like a modern day Cinderella. I think you're thinking of, like Mike. <laughs> so I watched John Wick two, um, and I know we talked about it last week. But so have we we've all seen it. We've, we've all seen, seen it now, yeah, right? Yeah. And you, Obi, didn't really like it. It's not as good as the first one. It's alright, but it's not as good as the first one. Ollie, can you remind me what you thought of it? Action packed, bulletproof mm. suit, mm. Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Chris, what Keanu. was your thoughts? What, John Wick 2? John Wick chapter 2. As soon as Chris, as soon as Chris goes, you know he doesn't rate it, whatever he's about to talk about. Look, I'll be, I'll be honest, yeah. John Wick 1, well good. I really liked it. I mean, some people think people overrate it. Probably do. Probably is a bit overrated. But number 2 started off, I thought, quite well. Because obviously they brought him back into it. There's this whole, I don't know what coin thing he got. So John Wick's an assassin. Yeah. And the first film, his dog gets murdered and his car gets taken. And then he kills loads of people. And then, and, and then so this film takes place about five days afterwards or something. It's not long after. It's not long after, no. Mm. It was just, there was so much. Oh, we can he do spoilers sh- now. He yes. should have just, I don't know how no one killed him. I don't understand like, where did he find Chris, 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 I know, I know, he can't really die because he's the main exactly. character. But my thing is... Willing Reeves. suspension but, of disbelief. But a lot of, lot of these people shooting are just not even hitting him. Yeah. Like, yeah, the, the, like, in the first 30 minutes, the guy hits him, but he's got a bulletproof vest on. Fair play. Yeah. You know, he's got he's got the vest on, so... But, like, do, do, how did that mute person die? Did they even die? He killed her. I, didn't even I don't think you see it. her actually die, though. She goes, her, her eye, you know when someone's, when some, yeah. But the same happened to, and that, and the, same happened, away the same happened to Common, and he's not necessarily dead. True. And my thing at the end, the very end, um, so that whole block that he was in talking to that old bloke, yeah. they were all assassins, weren't they? Yeah. And he That then, guy basically then, showed that he's like the boss. Yeah. And then he everything. was like, you've got an hour to essentially yeah. get out of this country, because yeah. you're in international yeah, yeah, waters yeah, yeah, after yeah, yeah. that. 
And they all, all get in the message like five minutes afterwards, yeah. basically saying you've got the rights to kill John Wick in an hour. Yeah. That, so that, this was, is what that, that was quite a good way to it was. lead yeah. on to the next film. This is what I was going to say. That was, that was good. Yeah. I did like that. Yeah, actually. I like that. And how everyone was like, literally he's walking past and everyone's looking at their phones and looking at him like, <laughs> yeah. okay. And that's when he started running as well. This really. is it. So my problem, that's totally my problem was. So... Uh, as soon as um, Wilson tells him that he's excommunicado, he's like, okay, whatever. Takes the dog and just starts bri- like, walking away. And I was like, in my mind, I was like, fucking run. You've only got an hour. It was only until he got out, like, yeah. uh, 100 metres out. And he was like, oh, okay, people actually like, want to kill me. In the, moment, like, in, the moment, <laughs> in the moment of that film, because like, I think the beginning, the end were really good. Yeah. That film in the middle was just a bit, yeah. it was just too much too much of everything really but yeah, yeah, yeah. it wasn't a, it wasn't a bad film don't get me wrong but it just wasn't as good as the first one so yeah, probably I think a few I, ratings underneath I think see I think I liked it more because um, I remember the main topic when you were talking about it was of too like too much accent and not enough kind of character development yeah. but I kind of feel that the development was all about the the world of the assassins mm. um, and I really liked that you I know, liked like that the, the, the marker and all yeah. like these rules that you yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. get built upon that was cool that so was the cool. first film was basically like you get a gold coin you can kind of buy what you want and then like there's a, a, a team of assassins but now yeah. it's like but you know but in the first one you knew where the turf was that you could go on and you couldn't do stuff on you knew that it was like you got you got courtesy to other assassins that's what you knew in that film mm. and you also knew that like it's like John Wick in the first one. He knew that not everyone wants to be involved in this fight. That's why when he went to the bouncer, he was like, "You can leave here if you want." Mm. But I still do get what you mean. Like there was a lot of courtesy. Yeah. Can I build, can I build off that what you said about the yeah. bouncer? So I'm gonna add a bit of realism to this film now, right? Sorry, I kind of interrupted your point. Sorry, now. Glenn. Yeah. Alright. Um, I'm an assassin. Okay. Let's oh say, my god. Let, <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's say I'm I'm a half decent assassin. Yeah. Our next prime minister is going to be an assassin. I get a text saying, "All right, John Wick is uh, he's got a contract on his thing, right?" And you hear, I like, say, so "John Wick's the boogeyman. He, La Baba yeah, exactly. He's killed all these people, killed some guy with a pencil. All this, all this, all this." If you're clever, as soon as you see see this text, you delete it. Chuck away your phone. <laughs> <laughs> you chuck away your phone because, and this is what I said in the first one as well about the first John Wick. As soon as uh, Theon Greyjoy's character hears about John Wick and all the fucking stories, get the fuck out of the country because you've heard what this guy's done. You've heard what he yeah. can do. And if you're an assassin, your ego must have to be massive to think, okay. Yeah, worth well, $7 million. Uh, I don't give a that shit. That is not a lot of money. I don't value that over my life, bro. Hold on. That's another bit of the film I totally forgot about where he goes to see the uncle. Yeah, at the beginning. But so he kills all those people? Oh, yeah. And he just the Because that uncle respected him. Yeah. He was like, no, John Wick, we're fucked. Like, this is, you know, yeah. John Wick's coming, we're going to kill you, uh, that he's going to kill us. True. And then nice. and then there was kind of like, a, it says peace, and he's like, yeah, okay, cool. Like, I think there's an agreement now that the uncle's not going to go. Yeah. So this is the uncle of Theon Greyjoy's character. Yeah. Not, <laughs> or what's his name? Alfie Allen. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, so the uncle's like, okay, I'm not going to go after you now because I know you're just going to kill me. Yeah. Um, True. But yeah. Also, why do they send that individual text? That's going to cost them a bomb, man. Just have a WhatsApp group. <laughs> just a WhatsApp group. Just like call it Assassins 2016 or whatever, you know. As soon as you're... T- it's, even if I was a henchman, yeah? Like in the first one, if I was a henchman and they were like, okay, so we have to go and kill uh, John Wick. We're going to do it tomorrow. I'm not turning up to work tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> I'm literally going to leave. The thing is, like, you don't actually know if there's any other prolific assassins out there like who have names like his mm. you just know of him because we're following his story then people in that courtyard True. or whatever you want to call it 
They well, could all be. They could yeah, be just true, equally as good as true, him. They're true, still true. alive, so they must be doing something right. Sure, well, yeah, and true. also to your point of why he was walking, I think because when he originally had the conversation and the guy was like, "You've got an hour," yeah. and he was like, "Well, anyone who comes after me, I'll kill him." Yeah. Kind of the confidence of him. Yeah. Mm. Then as he's walking through, he's hearing all the ringings. Then he's like, "He was oh, limping." Shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, over it. He was limping as well. Yeah. So he's but the thing for me nah, is, uh, you either pick up your dog and yeah. run. Yeah. Don't drag your dog <laughs> with you. Like, what was that all about? I would have got an Uber. I would have gone Glenn. Yeah, man. I'm out of there as soon as. Oh. Straight to the airport. <laughs> Bloody hell. But I, what I really liked about it is I thought the action was really slick, stylish. The set pieces were incredible. Like the mirrored, the, the mirrored sort of fight yeah. Yeah. was so well staged. The stunts were good. Um, stunts were amazing. He's I, quite a good fighter as well. He is, yeah. yeah. It's I, tough to do it though when it's in the dark. So when they were going through the catacombs, mm. you didn't really see a lot, even though we were in the cinema. Mm. Like it was still almost pitch black. Mm. I thought it was, yeah, and it was brutal. Like when he reloads the shotgun on that guy's mm. chest and just... Oh, Do we think Common's character is dead? No, I think he'll come back. Who's that? And also, uh, I loved the the he bit where trying new stuff. I loved the bit where they were silently. Oh, I so I was cracking. I remember you mentioned yeah. it, and I was. I thought, I was, I was, so I, was I thought it was good, but at the same time, I thought this is so stupid that they literally yeah, got guns here going. Yeah, but it was hilarious. There was a lot of like yeah. comedy in yeah. that. And I think really I think in funny. a way that's good to have it in there. Yeah, because it just shows. You kind of needed relief yeah. from all the violence, but um, I, I liked it that you, they introduced. The, the whole idea of the pencil because obviously you used a pencil oh, yeah. in the first one and oh, that, was one, just like, that was proper <laughs> grim it's like I, I use a pencil and the fucking lead breaks and he like, kills three oh, people man, it goes through nasty. their skull that was nasty that was funny but um no, yeah nasty oh, <laughs> maybe more maybe more I've talked about it now maybe I'm thinking maybe it wasn't as bad as I originally if you think of the assassin brotherhood as the character then there's a lot of development there yeah. John Wick not really I thought the worst parts of the film when he was kind of brooding over his wife's picture I was like eh. yeah I was over that that was the first film just yeah. Like. Yeah. yeah do you know what I don't what's he going to do about his car if he's, Mate, if he's <laughs> gone abroad he spends the entire film getting it back and fucks it up within the first 10 minutes yeah and then like, he gets the car to fix it and then where's the car yeah also, that guy, John Le- Leguizamo's character, what's his name? I can't remember his name, but um, he's now got the, 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 the message as well. But he's a friend, so he might mm. try and help him out. Yeah, but the last um, friend of John Wick's got killed, didn't they, so... That's true. Um, what I was going to say was, um, I really liked it. Well, I liked it. I'd say, I, I, like I said, I preferred the first one. But I really didn't like everything involving Lawrence Fishburne's character. I just thought it was... I thought it was really cr- kind of crap. I thought I didn't think it was very well acted either. I don't know who's if anyone really cat- Who's that? Um, big black guy um, gives him the gun with a only, tramp. Only, only, oh, only seven the, bullets. The guy with the pigeons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. pigeon guy. Morpheus. Morpheus, yeah. exactly. I think that's going to be expanded upon in the next. Do you think? I, I think thought that scene was. Was there any age. Matrix references there? No, I was, uh, I was looking for that. We well, did say I haven't seen you for a very long time, and I was, yeah. I was like, hmm. You know, imagine if. I thought there would be a little bit more play on words. Did. Yeah. You know the way he said he's like kind of cut him and he said if you take your hand off it you die. Mm. Is there any reference in the Matrix does he at all attack him but keep him alive? I thought that might have been a kind of No, I mean no. when Neo dies at the end, I mean he's like oh, pull it out. Spoiler. <laughs> Matrix, come on. I haven't seen all of them. Mate, yeah, wait, wait. well then. Um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's like he's gonna die anyway, so Oh okay. But I, I don't think that's no, a direct oh, okay. Direct. But if you do like assassins on assassins, 
um, like the second John Wick. Um, if any of you have seen Smoking Aces, that is yes. really good. That's I think good. that's quite that's good. Really good. Mm-hmm. I like that. That's Going back good. to the uh, whole depression. Sorry, Glenn, totally ruined that Sorry. for you. Sorry, mate. Um, <laughs> I've had still about 10 it. years to watch them. <laughs> um, you know, you're talking about Lauren Fishburne's character and he has to put the pressure on his... I don't know why I'm doing the action, no one can actually see it. But um, that's kind of what happens with Common's character, isn't it? So he yeah. has the knife in yeah, his aorta and he's like, yeah. you can take this out or you'll die or, you know, I'm going to run away. So yeah. I reckon... I reckon um, in the third film, or ho- hopefully be the last, but he'll. I reckon he'll have some allies like around the world because that the Italian mobster boss seems to be pretty like cool with him. I reckon Common's got a lot of respect for him, yeah. so I reckon he might team up. Um, I think he might try and kill him because I, I he can't do it on his own. Like he, yeah. I mean, if they do that, it's it's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Like he needs to have some sort of allies, and whether that's going to be Lawrence Fishburne, his network of homeless, or I don't know. What do you think? The, what do you think the aim of the third film is going to be? Do you think the aim is going to be let's kill all the assassins and just ruin this whole assassin thing so I can be free, or do you think it's I've just got to do something to clear my name, kind of? I think, I think it's story. Going to be all, assassin, all assassins are after him. I think there's going to be some sort of love and love interest in the third I film as well. Think, but I don't want there to be a equally good assassin as John Wick. And okay. they kind of develop that story, so like he he'll be just like on the slide killing all these others, like he was running away, um, uh, towards the end of John Wick Two, who's running and killing all these other assassins that were getting the message. Yeah. Um, but I don't want there to be an equally good assassin as him. Mm. Wait, um, he killed assassins on when he was getting the message. Yeah, they were all getting the text message, and then he was shooting on the way. Yeah, through like the subway. Oh right. Oh, oh, the so, end. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, all right. So yeah. In the middle. What I think would be interesting is if Ian McShane's character like they have a fight because obviously he's like the big boss mm. and obviously that he must have got there for being good you know yeah. they maybe pit them against each other and maybe at the end of the film he'll have the choice to kill Ian McShane mm. and he'll say look I just want to be retired and then they'll kind of come to some sort of agreement Chris can I ask you professional opinion yeah John Wick yeah versus Jack Bauer <laughs> who, who wins oh, I don't know you know because I feel like John Wick's got the professional like they He's both the, got nothing to lose. Jack Wick's got... Um, Jack Wick. <laughs> Jack Bauer's got more heart. <laughs> I feel like he's got more passion. I think Jack Bauer has, like, no respect for rules. Yeah. While John Wick has, like, the common decency to say, like, if I stab you, you can hold it and not yeah. come after me. And Jack Bauer would probably be like, no, all right, I'll take it out yeah. and I'll still kill you. <laughs> yeah. So. And, like, that whole... Um, so in John Wick, like, you know, when they go to the... Is it the continent? Is that what it's called? They're not yeah. allowed to shoot each other. Continental, continental, yeah. continental that's oh, it. Yeah. Which I think is a really good rule. Like, you can't shoot another assassin. I didn't expect him to oh, shoot Neither did I. I was about to say, that was a really good moment when he shot what's his head. I, I, I was seeing that. Literally, coming. I was like, oh, yeah. shit. But I think uh, Jack Bauer would just go, and, go into there and shoot. <laughs> the thing is, though, the thing is, though, Jack Bauer, can, he doesn't, he's not hand-to-hand combat, is he? He's just a... Sh- he's got a bit of hand-to-hand. But John Wick's got loads. John Wick's got loads so in hand, yeah. Depends, isn't it? It's true, like, true, it's like true, a, true. a UFC fight, really. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you, John Wick's do you got keep your pursuit. distance, or do you go in close? Like, true. what happens? Like, I don't know. Uh, that's a good, good matchup, mm-hmm. though. That is a good Just matchup. Another point on that, though, uh, on John Wick was um, so he's the hit he has on that Italian mobster female. Um, I thought it was really interesting that she kills herself. But I also thought, does that mean he doesn't actually complete the hit? Because he shot in her. Yeah, but she. She was dead. Before yeah, but he finished it off. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, he was still there for it. And I think he did that to prove that he had done it. Mm. Mm. I was kind of thought I was like mm, on a technicality. He, he probably wouldn't have got out of there anyway. Mm? As it, as in, he was going to kill her anyway. So yeah, but I mean, even even if she did that and he didn't shoot her, 
he's he's still getting out there, and they're like, oh, what the hell are you doing here? Yeah, true, yeah. very true. I must have missed a bit. So the guy told him to kiss, to kiss, to kill his sister. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then once he'd done it, the guy then wanted to kill him for killing his sister. Yeah, because yeah, he's like, well, you killed my sister, so I've got to avenge you. Yeah. But then, well, to keep, to keep in, up appearances. Yeah. Shane's character is like, well, you've, you know, you're going after Keanu Reeves, who now has nothing to lose. Yeah. Mm. So you're screwed. You're in the screwed. Yeah. You can't kill. You can't kill his dog because his dog's on, um, yeah. no kill zone. There's a. Uh, no, sorry. Go on. No, go on. I was gonna say, we said that um, we reckon this is taking place a very short time after John Wick one. But isn't the dog a lot bigger? It's a new than in the first. Oh, yeah. He got a new dog at the end of John Wick one. And plus, his house was fucked after John Wick one. Yeah, and was it like a little puppy? And it was quite big after. Uh, how long? How long after do you reckon it was? Maybe it was a few months then. Mm. Mm. Maybe he needed. He had to recover because he did get quite wounded quite badly in number one. Yeah, he? he broke his own arm. Yeah. No, he stabbed himself. Sorry. Yeah, and then. And then obviously he's done this other job in between where he's gone to the uncle and he looked pretty okay mm, then. So maybe. that's probably quite a big recovery time between that and that. Although he gets hit by cars all the time and he seems to get <laughs> up perfectly fine. fine. Yeah, so, yeah. It, so. He makes me think that getting hit by cars is not going to do as he much fell off that thing. I don't know if it was a John Wick 1 or John Wick 2. When he fell off the balcony he landed on his back. back yeah. Like, oh, how, wow. How did you not die? Yeah. <laughs> or at least break your, break your back or something. I hope this doesn't come to play but let's have it in here just in case so then I can predict the future. What if John Wick's got a brother and he's an assassin too and he comes out in John Wick 3? James Wick. What, yeah. goes after him? And or goes after him. Or oh. Oh. helps him. Like, well, there you go. I'm putting it out there. That is my... That would be a good, um, a good thingy. So like his brother... A good twist. Yeah, his brother acts as if... So like, say they're like kind, of, kind of like estranged and his brother makes out that um, he's trying to help John Wick. In the end, they... Um, he helps him get rid of all the assassins that are after him, and then he turns the gun on him and is like, because he wants the money. But then John Wick has to kill his own brother. Oh, like in role that, models, yeah. when what? they're doing the LARPing, and then the girl at the end stabs <laughs> McLuffin. Yeah. What about, no. um, what if the guy who said to him, who, who's the main mob boss? Wilson. Ian McShane. Yeah. What if Winston. He, what if he's Winston. John, oh, it Winston. What, what if he's John Wick's dad? <laughs> Ooh. God, this is good. <laughs> that would be funny. That's why I didn't kid him straight away, so I let you off in it. Imagine. Maybe. Go away. There's talks of it being a TV show as well, like a prequel TV show. Oh, no. 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 Oh, no. they're obsessed. No. Man. I know. There's too much going on telly at the moment. In I mean, it. I mean, barely keep up. I mean, they could, because obviously they've got this whole... John Wick starts with a complete unknown, and then you've just got to jump to the conclusion he's this absolute insane man. Well, actually, to begin with, you just think he's an ordinary man, don't you? Mm. And then they say he's the boogeyman. So, yeah. but then you hear the story of how he became it. So, how many assassins? Well, he's quite old, I suppose. But how many assassins jobs can you do in a TV sometimes, series? Sometimes you just want to be able to imagine it yourself, don't you? Rather than actually see it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. Well, Would he be in it as well? I doubt it. No, he definitely wouldn't be in it. No, no he'll, be probably, he'll probably be about sixty by the time that yeah. comes out. Uh, anyway, on that bombshell, uh, that concludes episode six of Your Average Critics. Uh, next week, hopefully, we'll have all seen Logan. We can do a huge spoiler special um, because we were talking in code a bit. Yeah. yeah. Glad you got to watch Matrix. Oh, yeah. oh no, how it ends now. Um, also, if you guys have uh, seen Logan, please do tweet us or write a comment on Facebook about what you thought of it, uh, YAC Podcast 17 or Your Average Critics on Facebook. Rate us on iTunes to help get us recognised. Please do, because you love us so much, um, especially all the A-list Hollywood 
stars who listen yeah. to us. Um, when We're getting Barry on. Jenkins on the next podcast. Friend of the show, Barry Jenkins. Uh, congratulations on La La Land. Oh no, uh, Moonlight. <laughs> <laughs> Ciao.